Hello everyone, uh, this is Marianne here. Welcome to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light, me. Uh, thank you for joining me this week. Thank you also for supporting uh, my podcast. We're up to, I think, 11 episodes now. Uh, I think if you include this one. Um, and uh, yeah, it's allowing me, it's giving me the freedom to um to move beyond, uh, well, it's a, it's another way of communicating, and I've talked about that in previous podcasts. So thank you for helping make this uh, a reality. Whenever I release a, pro a podcast, uh, I think last week I was number 22 on Apple Podcasts in the US for spirituality, uh, made the Australian spirituality charts as well, Canada, um, and I've just been absolutely blown away by uh, by the acceptance and the warm welcome that you've given this new podcast of mine. Again, if you're looking for where you can access this, uh, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, uh, all the uh, iHeartRadio, FM Player, um, Podbean, it's on all the major uh, major pod, uh, pod ch podcast channels. Um, so, uh, okay, today I wanted to talk about tarot cards. Um, why? Because that's really... Um, what I've been doing with one of my spiritual channels fairly earnestly over a number of years. I have bought my first tarot uh, card deck as at 23 um, from a very old, I don't know, novelty shop. I think it was in King's Cross in Sydney. I lived in uh, Rushcutters Bay back in those days and it's just on the edge of King's Cross. So I was walking up to the train station or bus station to get to work and uh, I came across this dusty old um, shop and uh, I went in and I was looking at what was on offer. I guess it was a metaphysical, it sold metaphysical stuff, a new age type of shop and uh, in one corner of, they had, they had those glass shelves, was a tarot deck. And it actually had dust on it. It was just a whole dusty environment. So I said, "Oh, well, look, I'll have I'll have one of those." And uh, so I got that. It was the Aquarian deck um, by the late David Palladini, um, and I still have that deck, and I still use it. Over the years, I used that to uh, to find out more about the tarot, uh, which fascinated me because I'm a visual thinker. Um, you know, I see is uh, a good phrase for me um, as a Sagittarian because it's, um, and also as a clairvoyant, which is one of my strongest, well, is my strongest uh, clair, is clairvoyance. And so I see images um, in my th third eye. Uh, as I have said in past podcasts, I'm a prolific dreamer. So the tarot with its archetypal nature suited me down to the ground to um, as a tool, as a divination tool uh, to um, bring forward um, my clairvoyance. But some of you may be wondering, <laughs> I know a lot of people in my former uh, life are, what's a former journalist doing, doing political tarot, reading tarot cards? Um, and I would say this, uh, it is a way of communicating 
just as you will utter a phrase and someone will form, yes, I have a communication degree, <laughs> someone will form uh, an interpretation of your message in their own mind. Uh, it may be, I mean, that's why we have to be clear in our communications because it may or may not be what you intended. But they will accept. You will communicate. They will receive that communication. With the tarot, it uh, it's, it's visual. It's a visual uh, divination tool. And in the hands of ethical practitioners um, can work like cue cards for their psychic abilities. Tarot cards are not so divorced from psychology. In fact, the tarot uh, card uh, journey, if you like, the major arcana, the journey of the major arcana is very much uh, based on, on an individual's journey through life um, and all the pitfalls and all the learnings from that higher spiritual point of view. I have a set of tarot called the Jungian uh, tarot deck based on his archetypes. Jung was a psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, um, a Swiss fellow, and uh, really described as one of the fathers of modern psychology, along with uh, 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 with Freud. In fact, he was a student, I think, of Freud's. Jung has always appealed to me because he went one step further than Freud. He took it into the metaphysical realm and archetypes were his thing. So uh, he, uh, he proposed that there was a language of imagery, which he called archetypes, uh, that there was a universal pattern in these archetypes or images um, that was recognised by all human beings, by the collective unconsciousness in everybody. So, for example, there was a mother archetype, there was a child archetype, there was a trickster archetype. They are not so divorced from the major arcana in the tarot. When we think of... Um, let me see. Uh, actually, we'll go. We'll use the the Aquarian Tarot. I have a mini deck as well. Um, I won't dig around from my old deck, but it's this is the same deck. So when we look at the Major Arcana, the Fool, we start off with the Fool. The Fool carries uh, a flower, a staff, his wand, his passion, and he's on the move. He's on a journey in the Rider Waite deck. He will be depicted as about to walk off a cliff with his loyal dog uh, and the sunshine at his back. Uh, and this is the beginning of our journey in life, the archetype of the fool. Why the fool? Because um, we may, we're going, we know we're going to make some mistakes. We know we're going to rush in uh, to things and perhaps have to learn along the way. So we're talking about imagery here, imagery, archetypes, symbols. The pent pentagram is one of the symbols for pentacles in the tarot. Um, unfortunately, the pentagram is much maligned, but in the tarot it simply means uh, it means earthly, earthly, uh, an earth energy. 
and earth energy. The strength card will be depicted in some decks as the lion. We associate the lion with strength. Again, drawing on these images that are common to us all, in David Palladini's deck, it, it is a, a strong warrior that depicts strength. So straight away, we are, we are taking on board a concept from an in image. And what the tarot reader does when they shuffle these cards and open their clairvoyance, they then interpret those images. No one tarot reader will get the same message because it's not just the image, is it? It's the interpretation of it. It's the clairvoyance that they're bringing. Their psychic abilities are being brought into that interpretation. Let's take another look at the High Priestess. She In the tarot, she talks about secrets being revealed. She has the power of the unconscious. She has the power of intuition. She has the power of the third eye. And in this archetype, it is the feminine, the feminine archetype that we are that we are focused on. The sun card, happiness and joy. The sun card is always the sun is prominent, depending on which deck or where, whatever deck you go to. Uh, it's an innocence and it's a joyful innocence. And it is uh, the brilliant life force of the sun that takes us forward. Not all of the images in the Major Arcana as the fool moves through his journey. The trickster of Jung uh, can often be the magician, can present as manifestation positively, negatively can be the trickster. Not all the images are um, pleasant in the tarot. Uh, the death card is always... Um, can uh, invoke fear in people, but the death card is simply the ending of something, the ending of a cycle and the beginning of something else because what comes after the end comes a new beginning. With the three of swords, we get uh, heartbreak and betrayal, three knives moving through a heart. So the fool is moving through all stages of life. What is he moving through? What is he, why, what's his end game? The fool's end game is to gain wisdom and spiritual enlightenment. And so that's the power of the tarot for me, that it can be, bring forward clairvoyance, but it can also bring forward psychological perception on situations, remembering that it's not it, that every listener, receiver, viewer receiving the message will take that and personalize, will accept the message as they are in as they want to accept it. And so viewers can get different things from different readings. The magic happens when viewers activate when the tarot cards when my clairvoyance my way my the, the message that i'm delivering the communication way that i'm or message that i'm uh sending forward 
stimulates their own clairvoyance. And so their clairvoyance, my clairvoyance, are meeting on common ground. And so there is a burst of awareness. That is what I I love about the tarot, that way to connect through in the metaphysical realm with another. Is it so different from the journalism that I was practising in my earlier life? I was communicating through word. I was delivering through my reporting facts, information, creating an awareness around around issues because that's why we communicate. We communicate with ourselves as well and, and to create that awareness, that learning, that reflection. Is it so different? I was using my intuition back then to go after stories that I knew were about to break um, and I won awards for that. Jung also said, and I often quote this, that being able to predict something is a combination of analysis and intuition. And you can't see what's around the corner because it's not a straight path, but you can with the combination of intuition and analysis, analytical thinking and intuition, where the, the conscious and the subconscious meet or interpret one another, can, can see around that corner to a possibility and you can predict with a high probability of uh, correct being correct. So I was always intuitive in my uh, journalistic trade. So I don't see that. I don't see any difference. I don't do, I'm not a journalist anymore. But I am a researcher and I do bring forward certain skills. I don't see what I'm doing now as, as far apart from communicating and raising awareness. Those two things have a commonality between what I was doing in the past and what I'm doing now. But what I'm doing now has a higher spiritual realm, the Hierophant card, spirit, God, whatever you want to uh, want to call the Hierophant, and the Hierophant has the keys. What, does the, what are the keys symbolising the keys to awareness? And awareness can either keep you in prison or it can open up your world. And I talk about living spiritually in a pot in an earlier podcast. When you live spiritually, you start to join the dots. You start to see the what is supposedly random synchronicities, and you start to bring awareness and meaning into your life at a much higher level. Of course, you may not choose to activate that part of your soul in this lifetime. Many people don't. Many people search for meaning in addictive substances, in 
toxic relationships. It's like banging your head against the wall, isn't it? How many times do you have to do that before you are woken up, before you wake up? Justice, the karmic, one of the karmic cards along with judgment in the tarot, justice, the balancing of the scales. We all will face justice one way or another. We face justice actually every day. When something we've lost is returned to us, when a failed relationship fix is fixed, when something we've done that's hurt another is presented to us and shown to us, when we've been hurt, that's the justice card. The devil card is an interesting card in the major arcana. Remember, the fool's moving through all these stages, greed, attachment. Most people are frightened of the devilish images um, associated with the occult. Two people are chained to a beast, the devil. But the devil is behind the devil is the light, the stars, the moon. And so this, again, thinking of archetypes, is prompting us to, it's reminding us what are we attached to, what do we need to let go of, what is toxic in our world, and how do we move from the darkness to the light. I don't subscribe to the tarot being evil, although I've had that levelled at me many times. The tarot are images, and in the hands of an ethical practitioner are simply archetypes to bring forward, ways of communicating. They are no more evil in me presenting this image of the world than me saying to you, over coffee, a major cycle is ending for you and a new one is beginning, and this is major. And in every beginning, ending, there is a beginning. In fact, <laughs> one of my favourite sayings is from T.S. Eliot, and uh, we it goes something like this: "We shall not we, sh we shall not cease from expiration until we arrive at the start, at the place where we began, and know that place for the first time." Okay, uh, like with all my other podcasts, I do uh, I do ask a question of the tarot using my clairvoyance and uh, the tarot deck. In this case, I have the animal tarot. There are so many beautiful decks around now depicting uh, this one is tarot through uh, the natural world, through the animal world, uh, and it is a, a beautiful deck by uh, Orion's. Okay, uh, Orion's Animal Tarot is the name of the deck. It's by Ambie Sun, uh, published by Rockpool. Okay, uh, Rockpool Publishing. The question I want to ask today, are we uh, at a stage where we are beginning to search for this meaning and awareness that we call spirituality? 
not in dogma, not in not in orthodox religions that have been around since high memorial. Spirituality is uh, different from that. Spirituality is about you having an intimate connection with the divine and understanding you are part of the divine and an intimate co connection with the natural world, with everything around you. All right, are we at a, are we becoming more spiritual? Are we becoming more spiritual? That's what I want to know. Now something has turned over. Um, so we have the four of wands, which is a coming home to ourselves and the temperance card, a healing, a healing and a coming home to ourselves. Beautiful cards to drop out at the base of the pack, of course, uh, is the justice card being the balancing of the scales, the unfolding and the unfolding of karma of, of what we've chosen as we come into this life to accomplish awareness and meaning, service to others. Are we becoming more spiritual? <laughs> Temperance card. Temperance card. The Temperance card in the tarot is Sagittarius's major arcana card. So there's a link between astrology and tarot. That's why I'm revealing like tarot, astrology and spirituality, which pretty much sums up what I'm about. The temperance card encourages us to stop, consider, gather the knowledge, and act with temperance to temper something. No extremes here. And from that comes healing. The four of wands. Four of Wands reunion to those two cards <laughs> I did shuffle are at the top of the deck. The Six of Swords is uh, moving away from negativity when we have that reunion with ourselves. We move away from those really heartbreaking situations, the tragedies that unfold in our lives, the unspeakable tragedies, the trauma. Trauma is a better word. We move out of those into healing. The world card, a lot of these cards I've spoken about, major endings and beginnings. And in the tarot, the fool's journey is not linear. They can go backwards, they can go forwards, they can come in in a situation in a different part of the arcana. But the end game is always the same for the fool, moving toward the major ending of cycles and the opening up of a beginning. You can liken that a metaphor for that is life and death and life again or is there no ending ancestral i do believe um ten of pentacles i do believe that we are here here also in our ancestral lines to heal ancestral wounds and karma to break out of that karma and to do something different. 
manifestation, the magician equally, the trickster as well as the manifester. The magician has the sword, he has the wands, he has the cup, the knowledge. He has the grounding with the pinnacles. He has all four suits to manifest. He has one hand in the sky to the divine and one hand to the earth, reminding us that we are living this earthly existence in a spiritual way. I think we're searching for new, the new Ace of Pentacles. On this earth, we are searching for new ways to become aware, to bring forward meaning, the Ace of Cups, to heal our emotions, two aces. That's the other thing with divination. You will beat the odds, surprisingly. I often see cards clairvoyantly and uh, I will then choose the card that I've seen in my mind's eye. There's nothing, well, it's appearingly random, isn't it? But it is a synchronicity nevertheless. The wheel of fortune, hoping for an abundance and if you haven't listened to my Living Spiritually podcast, please do so because it talks about what happens when you live spiritually. You open up an abundance that is that you've never experienced before in your life. It's it's a freedom. It's a freedom. It's a breaking out of constrictions. <laughs> Three aces now, the ace of swords, clarity of mind and heart and spirit coming with the truth. So what do we see? What are we moving toward? We're moving toward the Ace of Swords. We're moving out of delusion and into the truth. And we can't do that unless we take a higher view. The truth doesn't exist in the lower world. The truth can exist in the middle world when we bring the higher realms into our everyday living. I asked, were we becoming more spiritual? The tower card, change. We are living in change, a changing era of time, and one which will, the lover's card, bring us closer together. Whole communities are being formed, which are spiritual in nature because we are at a crossroads many say this is the age of aquarius pluto moving power pluto power moving into aquarius right now mars is opposing pluto it's a volatile time change is afoot so i communicate now through archetype imagery clairvoyance using the tarot there to send remember communication is about one person sending a message and the listener receiving it you 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 will receive it however you will receive it once i send that message the rest is up to you so for those that listen to me those that watch me those that will read me because my book's just about ready to, um, well, I've just about finished editing it. 
or if you read my blog on my website, you're reading the whole of me communicating. So I see now I'm still primarily a communicator, but I do so without any, I'm I'm out of a prison. I do so with complete and utter freedom and trust in spirit. Okay, thank you for tuning in um, and listening to this podcast. I do appreciate uh, your time. Thank you.